Hello, thank you very much for being here and for listening to my podcast episodes. This is Romy in Manila and today I am recording the final episode for this season. It has been a crazy three months. It was mid-March when I finally decided to create my podcast after years of pushing it aside. And from March up to this day, the 30th of May, I have a total of 17 episodes published, including this one which I am still recording right now. And the first few episodes, well, the majority of the first episodes were branded as the Ando June show because I got so used to using the name Ando June and I thought it was kind of okay to keep using Ando June as my pseudonym for all my creative works. But midway, I thought I'd have to do better than that. And if you didn't know, there's actually a Japanese soccer player whose name was also Andu Jun. And I didn't plan on keeping that name if it meant competing for Google search appearances with a soccer player who plays in World Cup stadiums. And, well, I, I stepped on two World, World Cup stadiums, but I never got the chance to play. So yeah, I'm back to myself. That is, after over three years of creating content, blog posts on Medium, tweets on Twitter... IGTV vlogs on Instagram and podcasts in the podcasting universe. I'm back to being Rome and so the birth of Rome is in Manila. And I am so grateful for everyone who has been listening from the second week of March up to this very day. I really appreciate the time you're putting in to listen and maybe if you also have an extra some some more extra time please send me a review or rating on Apple Podcast or interact with me on my Facebook page, Rome is in Manila. If you have been listening to me in the past three weeks, you know that all my episodes for the month of May are all about language learning. Please feel free to check the, epi- the previous episodes if you still haven't. So, are you ready for this final episode of this season? Are you ready? Yes, so this is... The Orange Carrot in the Language Learning Universe. I have to be honest with you, I didn't plan much about this episode. All my previous episodes had show notes written days before the day of recording, but this one didn't have that luxury of the time, and I feel like I'm doomed. What is this about? What is the orange carrot in the language learning universe? What is it? We are not rabbits, but we do eat carrots. So carrot, rabbit, and you. Okay. Hmm, something came up. Sticks and carrots. This is the idea of punishment or reward for doing something. And we are not at the end of language learning, if that's what you're thinking. I barely shared about how to start learning a foreign language, how to make vocabularies stick, and how to have fun while learning languages. For sure, if you are still with me and you're listening, basically if you're still alive and you're breathing, I can tell that you are not yet at the end of your journey in language learning. And this is what I realized while doing all all of these for the past four episodes. I mean, yeah, for the past four episodes during the past four weeks. And I have been sharing most of the things I know in relation to language learning in a very condensed manner. The total length of episodes I published this month roughly adds up to an hour. 
And yet, I think I've been sharing an abundant abundance of information. I hope you feel the same. And today, as we end this month of language learning with Rome is in Manila, I'd like us to eat orange carrots. Okay, do you know why carrots are orange? Hmm, that's a secret. It's it's for you to find out. Look it up. I'm not telling. So before I get lost in my universe of talking about this and that in a random manner, let's get back to carrots and sticks. So you've been learning languages, and you deserve a reward. Definitely not punishment. There are people who approach things differently from me, and like they do things and they get rewards. Some people do that, or some people, when they fail to do things, they receive punishments. As for me, I only go with rewards. Punishments don't motivate me. But if it works for you, why not? You can try eating a stick. <laughs> well, th- this episode doesn't sound related to language learning at all, you think? I think so too, but we have to keep the theme. We are talking about language learning, so... How do we reward or punish ourselves when it comes to our language learning goals? Mine is simple. I told you I took the test of proficiency in Korean, TOPIC, right? And I actually took it a number of times already. First try, I got level 3. Second and third, I got level 4. Not so bad. And here's how I have been dealing with punishment and reward. I already told you I don't do punishments. For reward, however, I try to be as generous as possible. I remember when I first prepared to take the topic, I rewarded myself by eating Korean food on my own in a fancy restaurant. Well, not so fancy, but you know, just eating up to my heart's content. Yeah, I rewarded myself just for taking the test. And when I found out that I passed level 3, I rewarded myself by buying some Korean novels. And well, I asked someone else someone else to buy for me but yeah I, I got two korean novels one is the vegetarian and the other is please look after mom these are very interesting korean novels and i only got to finish please look after mom good thing i got reminded about the vegetarian by mentioning it today so i'll get back to the book and read it not today but yeah next month which is two days from now Then, I prepared to take the topic for the second time, and whenever I studied for longer than an hour, I indulged myself to eat and drink while sitting in fancy coffee shops. You know, the usual locations. I like the smell of coffee and the ambiance, and I could focus and study for hours as long as the place isn't too crowded or too noisy. And when I passed level 4, I got more Korean books in different fields. Some I bought with my own money, with a few given to me as gifts. To this date, I have over 50 books in Korean at home. Actually, I'm not sure if it's just 50, maybe 80, or even 100. I'm, I'm not really counting, but I have plenty of Korean books at home. And some of these books, I'm just borrowing. But yeah, you, you get what I mean. This is how I reward myself for studying languages. I study and achieve a goal and I reward myself by giving myself more content to consume. Yeah, books, audiobooks, and occasionally I indulge myself 
by eating delicious Korean food. Hmm. Perhaps I should start writing reviews, or maybe I should create a podcast episode reviewing the Korean restaurants I've tried so far. Hmm. I- I'll think about that. Yeah. So food and consumable content related to the language I'm learning. This is how I've been doing until now, and it creates a very nice feedback loop. I think. Especially for rewarding myself with books or other forms of content that I can consume, because the more content I consume, the more I become acquainted in the language I'm learning, and that helps me take a step further to the goal that I have right now, and that is to become closer to native fluency in the Korean language. Last year, I tried learning Spanish and Mandarin for two months. And I didn't apply this feedback loop, and it, it really didn't last. This might not be the only reason, but I think if I were to try to study Spanish or Mandarin again, first I wouldn't try to learn them at the same time. It's crazy. And second, I will apply all I've mentioned from episode thirteen to sixteen, and I will definitely include this orange carrot in my language learning universe. For me, my orange carrot is food and consumable content in my target language. What's yours? How do you reward yourself when you achieve a milestone in learning a language or in learning anything? Okay, I think I forgot to mention, but I rarely watch Korean movies or Korean drama. Yeah, super rare. So when I find something really interesting. I also sometimes consider that as my orange carrot. I just make sure that I'm paying for the hours that I'm spending with passive learning. Yeah, I didn't mention active versus passive learning in my previous episodes, and I'll share a little about that right now, as in now. So when we learn languages, we can learn actively or passively. Active is when you yourself do the act of studying. It's when you sit on a table, open a book, and study, or when you do homeworks, or when you take online classes. Well, that could be passive too, depending on the student. But yeah, for me, I I consider all of these as active learning or active studying. I'll I would add writing, reading, and speaking practices as part of active learning too. And then passive, passive is when you you are not intentionally learning languages. So if if you're watching clips or shows in your target language, and you are not intentionally learning, I think that's passive. That is, it's like when you just watch for pleasure, just for the fun of it. Or, of course, probably you'll pick a few lines and forget all the rest. And uh, but if if you're being intentional. You might be pausing the video once in a while and rewind it back into ten or thirty seconds back to catch the phrase that was just said, and maybe even write it down. I I think doing it that way is somehow active. I think that's what makes the difference for those who just watch thousands of hours of content in their target language, and are still unable to hold a decent conversation. Of course, I don't want you to kill the fun if that's really your thing. Well, I remember. I remember when I was in high school, and we were told to write a movie review of Beowulf, 
Have you seen Beowulf? Am I too old? But yeah, so we were tasked to write a movie review for Beowulf, and I had to watch the movie thrice, three times, following the suggestion of my English teacher. She said I needed to watch the movie with just the intention of having fun when I first watch it. So first time is for fun. So I had to enjoy it first, and then after that, the second screening was so that I could be more intentional with watching the movie, so that I I would be able to do it with the intention of critiquing. Critiquing is that a word? Yeah, it's not criticizing, but yeah, doing the critic, uh, to critic the movie based on the criteria. Which I knew were important for writing movie reviews. Okay, I don't remember what those are anymore. I haven't written a movie. I mean, I haven't written a movie review since college, and that's five years ago. And then, so yeah, first time is for fun. Second time, it's being intentional to do the critic, to do the review. And what was the third time for? Mm, I'm not sure. Do you know? I think it was to validate what I have just written in my review, and somehow enjoy the movie one last time. Okay, I I really don't remember, but that's just my idea of it. So I watched Beowulf three times: first for fun, second for being intentional of my goal, which at that time was to write a movie review, and third to enjoy it one last time. I think maybe that can be done with language learning too. I haven't tried that, but it sounds quite fun.、Um, I just have to find the right material. Okay, that's a little too long a discussion about active and passive learning, and it might have already eaten up the storage space for the orange carrot in your brain. <laughs> Did I deliver that right? Yeah. So yeah, I think I'll just end the episode here. Find the orange carrot in your language learning universe, and eat it. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope to see you next time. I will be starting a new season from next week, and there's a possibility I wouldn't be talking a lot about language learning for a little while. Still, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, please feel free to reach me out on my Facebook page. Rome is in Manila. Thank you very much, and until next time.